You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, that is the next episode. Dre there, 102.7 KISS FM. We're bringing in Penn Badgley. Penn, it's Ryan. How are you? I'm good. How are you, man? Good to see you. I'm doing well, thanks. I was just watching some of your uh, most popular TikToks here. um, (laughs) I have a whole seven of them to choose from. (laughs) The the anti-hero one is is very good. I like that one. I don't know whose apartment you're in, but I I like the whole vibe. That is uh, Sophie and David Ansari, who are my co-hosts and producer on my podcast. So that's where you are. That's where we're doing that, out in L.A. I live in New York. Got it. Well, it's great to have you on. Uh, congratulations on all the success. We are having a, a big debate about you because um, I have watched season one, okay? Yeah. And then I, heard- I, I have to admit that I didn't, I didn't finish season fair. two. Totally fair. But everybody has then in my life started saying, have you seen you, have you seen you? And I don't know if I can't jump ahead, can I? I can't just start with a new season. Would that be detrimental to my experience? Look, I'm going to go ahead and say try. If, 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 you, if you are reflective of any of your listeners, I would say if you don't want to catch up, you could try. You could try because, by the way, at the beginning of every season, almost every it's episode. It's a recap, right? It's like a, it's like a, and we do special recaps. I have re-recorded recaps almost as many times as I've. <laughs> we're we're a recap-dependent show because a lot happens. So I would say you could jump in. I would say probably you could jump in. Okay, because I really am, and it's something that we can all talk about because we're at different stages of the series here. But Penn, it is interesting to talk about the recap. I think whoever edits the recap is these are genius people on the planet mm-hmm. that can put oh, yeah. together seasons by lines. Mm-hmm. Very much. No. I mean, the only thing I think you're losing is 
season four is a legitimate departure. I mean, it's even a bit of a different genre. It's in this yeah. whodunit. I mean, so parts one and two are very different, and, you know, I can't spoil anything, I know, obviously. people get very upset. But there is enough of a departure that I think you, the only thing that you wouldn't be getting, really, um, is just an appreciation for, like, how it feels different. You know what I mean? That's that's really it. Everything else okay. you can be caught up on. Now, Penn Badgley is here. I want you to meet Tanya. Tanya, also, she has another issue, which is she can't separate, like, fiction from reality. So she knows you're Penn Badgley, but she can't separate you from the character. Yeah. Well, um, I don't know that I can help you with that. <laughs> no, it's no, it's really weird because your character is like truly terrifying me. Like truly terrifies me. But I'm so obsessed with you, like you Penn Badgley. So it's like this weird thing going on where I'm like obsessed with you, but I'm also terrified of you at the same time. <laughs> It's like you are Beck and Joe at the same time, isn't it? Yeah, basically, yes. You're in your own glass box. Correct. <laughs> the glass it's box. A, it's a weird place to be, <laughs> let me tell you. I, I think all, all this, though, meant to be complimentary because uh, you do such a great job yeah. on this series and in this role. Uh, what is it meant to you to see the, the success of it and then the continued loyalty and growth of the viewership? Yeah, I mean... We definitely tapped into something. I guess that's 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 what I trust. You know, I've been pretty vocal about the reasons that playing Joe is difficult and, you know, why I wasn't initially sure I wanted to take the role. But I think over time what I've seen is like, wow, this is – there's something really worthwhile here. I mean, when I wasn't sure if I wanted to take the role, the question I asked Greg Berlanti, the, the co-creator, along with Sarah Gamble, but I was just having a conversation with him. At this point, I talked to Sarah – I felt like I understood it all, but I just wasn't sure. And he was referring to the to the thing as a as a love story. And I stopped him and I was like, man, well, okay, I don't think this is a love story, but assuming it is, what what is it saying about love? And he took this perfect dramatic pause and he said, I don't know, but I think we'll discover that together. <laughs> <laughs> you know, to some degree, I think that really has played out and it's been that same thing with the show like some people think of it as a cautionary tale or something and they and they really focus on the social media aspect and think it and feel like it makes them you know god forbid like more paranoid and suspicious all this mm -hmm. stuff some people think of it as like uh i've heard people who are in the realm of psychology saying they like to watch a show and try and figure out every possible diagnosis that joe could have i don't think it's as much those things as much as it is a it is a an exploration of the way we think of love and tell stories around love. Because if you take Joe as an archetype, he really is. Um, he's he's kind of like every man you've seen before in mm -hmm. a way. That's what he is, and he's following a lot of the the same logic of the ideas of love and and specifically relationship that that we've seen before but you realize oh that's not really an exchange that's not two people having autonomy that's that's one person objectifying another um and relegating them themselves to you know discontent but this is the this is the challenge we have in like relationships legitimately so do, you know you, i like that pen badgley with us uh so do you find that when you're out in the wild you know in in public that people uh, are asking all kinds of questions and want to you to explain things? Um, actually, no, no, they, no. They, I, I feel like I get a lot of you 
or, <laughs> or you know, like the general sort of like fandom thing, which which can range anywhere from uh, complimentary to uh, really strange. <laughs> A lot of questions in that way. That would that would be kind of interesting. I like that idea. I mean, you give you give some thoughtful insight to it. Uh, all right, you can watch part one of season four of you stream on Netflix tomorrow and part two on March 9th. There's so many things we could say about what's happened so far, but that would just upset too many people. And by the way, um, your podcast, Pod Crushed, uh, congratulations. We're looking at the numbers there. That's doing really well. Thank you, man. Thank you. Yeah, no, I mean, it's really interesting. We're, we're entering into season two shortly. We're recording for that. And um, yeah, I mean, you know what's cool is that everybody has a middle school story. Everybody has one that ranges anywhere from sort of fun. Sometimes it can be quite deep and almost tragic, but it's but it's a time of life that everybody can recall with usually some kind of some kind of pain and cringe and <laughs> you know, and, and there those stories are a portal to all different kinds of conversation with our guests. So it's you know, it's a it's a fun ride for the time being. Yeah, I think you're looking at two people that had some middle school <laughs> struggles, right? That will live with us forever. 100%. Um, congratulations, Penn Badgley. Check it all out on Netflix uh, tomorrow, part two, March 9th. Penn, appreciate you coming on. Yeah, thank you for having me. Coming back in the 323 Kiss FM. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Tura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on WASP, the worldwide association of specialty programs and schools. They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us. It was trying to brand us. So we were going to become the McDonald's of kid treatment. 
Join my host as they unravel the story of the largest and most shocking organization in the history of the troubled teen industry. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.